Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Add up all the children in this country who have alcoholic parents, and it would almost equal the entire population of Texas, 29 million. More than 10% of children in this country live with a parent with an alcohol problem. This week has been designated as Children of Alcoholics Week. Children are the ones most often hurt by the abuse of alcohol and other addictive substances. Joining me today is Jim C. Jim C. is a sponsor working with Alateen here in Lincoln, and he is the coordinator of that effort, Alateen here in Lincoln. Jim, good to have you here. Thanks a lot for joining me on Lincoln Live today. Thanks for having us here. I grew up on a farm in central Nebraska, and I thought everyone worked hard because that was my world. Let's turn it toward alcoholism. In a child's world with an alcoholic parent, how do you explain alcoholism to them? Well, one of the things we, we like to do is first get them into a meeting, and that's harder and harder all the time. But the other thing we explain to them right away is you may think that you're dealing with a bad person, but actually you're dealing with a very sick person. And it's very important that when you're dealing with this very sick person, the alcoholic, that you treat them sort of in the same way you would a cancer patient in that you know that there are treatments and there could be times of remission, but remission is a hard deal. It doesn't last all the time and it may not come back again and it may never end. So uh, that's, that's what we try to do. We try to make them understand that this is probably different than your perception that you had before you came here because we're telling you now that you may be dealing with a, a very nice person who is sick well to relate it back to my work ethic on the farm some children of alcoholic parents think that well this is what i'm going through i'll bet a lot of kids a lot of families are going through this and they are as i mentioned 29 million children living with alcoholic parents that's a lot that's a population of texas I want to go back to how you started your answer. The toughest or one of the toughest parts is just getting them to a meeting. Who brings children? Who do you find are the ones that initiate uh, and get an agreement for a child to attend a meeting? Well, it's probably the opposing parent. If there's only one alcoholic parent, it's probably the opposing one. They may be, in fact, in charge of the child now. Uh, but it could also be a relative, a, a grandmas, and even friends that talk them into coming. And it's a very difficult thing to come to a room and say, my life is out of control. I can't manage it anymore. Can you help me? It's very hard to do that. But usually during the first meeting, 
we see a perk. And sometimes they don't ever come back, but we think we've made some kind of an inroad. It's hard for them to get there and it's hard for them to stay. This week has been designated as Children of Alcoholics Week. Jim C. is with Alateen here in Lincoln. What are some common characteristics of children of alcoholics? You know, I, I, can't, I think you asked me this before somewhere, but I really can't identify a kid who might be. But I can tell you when they do come, there are usually two different kinds and maybe a third. The first kind is a kid that's lost all their self-esteem. They've turned inward. They won't hardly look you in the eye. They talk very quietly, and they may not say anything during the whole meeting. The other one is a person who is absolutely, totally angry. They're angry at the alcoholic. They're angry at their school. They're angry at their other parent. They're angry at anything, and they're especially angry at anything that includes the word God. Third one is a kid, a teen, who takes the, the program as a class. Works very hard at it, seems content just to do the work, and uh, does very well in the program. Jim, for every child that is sitting there in your group, how many do you suppose aren't there? I, I couldn't understand that last part. It, it, for every child that's in that group, on any particular night, the child of a parent that's an alcoholic, how many children aren't there? How many other children are out there coping, thinking they've got you know, this handled or they've, they've managed it in some way? Well, you know, this. we did start uh, a meeting in a school, a middle school in Lincoln. And the, the counselors there know of hundreds of cases. And they tried very hard to get those cases to come to our meetings. It was still difficult. But yet, if we got one, there were probably multiples out there. So I would guess it's like one in a hundred. I, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I know the ones that do come, they're the very minority of the whole, whole group. And, and the other thing about it is, we found out the counselors know that the kids that are in this situation and they want to help them. And they tried to change our meeting time because the meeting time we got was just after school. And just after school, the school, uh, LPS now is doing such a great job of activities that even after we got some kids to come and they'd stay for a while, they started to feel better and they wanted to do other things like they were interested in, so they wouldn't come back. The idea was, from the counselors, was to get them into a time during the school. But the Lincoln School Board didn't approve of that. Our program uh, wasn't, well, it probably had, it was too close to religion when it really isn't religion. Mm -hmm. Jim, help me understand something here. You're talking to the child how, what's the, the, the youngest age that can attend a meeting? Um, there's, there's kind of a two, two, um, 
steps here. One is we can deal with any kid who can read and understand, and that that's usually 11, and the, the oldest the kid can be is, is 19. But the other thing is the real, for some other things, the real, uh, it's 13 to 18. Um, I, I don't know how to tell that, but there are some things like a certain chat or something else where you have to be 13, but an Alateen meeting, uh, the age limit is up to the, the sponsors who set up the group. And it, but it is 11 to 19, somewhere in there. Jim, never having been to a meeting, never having needed to go to a meeting, uh, help me understand how you help the person that isn't the alcoholic. Do you ultimately want to bring in the source of this disruption in the family, the alcoholic parent, or do you deal exclusively with the tsunami that comes and impacts the behavior of a child without having to go to that alcoholic parent? Well, we actually deal try to take the focus over only to the, the kid. Mm. We try to stay away from all the stuff about the alcoholic because alcoholics have their own way to get, go to recovery. The kid's only way is to work on themselves. And all the stuff they, they um, talk about the uh, parent, the, the alcoholic parent, is, is, is kind of wasting their program. Mm-hmm. So what they what they want to talk about and what the, what what helps them the most is other kids just like them telling them something that helped them, you know, with their relationship with their alcoholic, and it's the interaction and sharing of sponsors too, and the kids themselves in discussing daily readings that are in our book, um, and. Um, that's what really helps them. It's not talking about all the bad things their their alcoholic is doing, but there is a lot of talking about what somebody might have done when the alcoholic said this to them, or those kind of things. And and the, the kid thinks, well, maybe I could do that, you know? Alcoholics have told me that every day they have to work at their problem. Is it is that true, too, for children of alcoholics? Um. I would say not. Okay. I would say that I would say that it's good for them to have the day off. It's good for them to to get back to doing things that make them feel good. Um, but there is our reader is a daily reader. You can read every day, but one thing we say about the program is take what you like and leave the rest. We don't try to force anything down anybody's throat, and. Uh, one of those things might be, okay, I, I want to read a reading every day and uh, think about it. I read, Jim, where 40 to 70% of the risk of developing alcohol use disorder is attributed to genetics. Does that scare a child, or how do you address that component? Uh, do you include it when you're talking to children that this might be a genetic issue and you as a child of an alcoholic parent might have that yep. gene? Well, you know, diseases are genetic sometimes. Yeah. And this is a disease, and I've seen plenty of evidence that it is genetic, even in my own situation. Um, and uh, we talk about it. 
and we say that it's not always that. It, it, you can be a one-off and become an alcoholic, but there is a lot of uh, genetic relationship, yes. Jim, we were quickly running out of time. There are people hearing us right now who know of children, or maybe it's a child themselves might be listening to us, that they don't know where to go. They, they, this is new to them. They're frustrated. Where, what advice do you have for that child or for that person who knows of an alcoholic child, a, a child of an alcoholic parent? Well, it's a bad time for this because... Our LT meetings in Nebraska have been suspended. There are none going on right now. That's, that's a vetting problem. That's because of a, a situation where we have to be sure that our sponsors are legally um, looked for, look for and that there has to be a vetting process set out that's okay with our uh, WSO, our, our, our uh, headquarters organization. Mm -hmm. Until we get that done, there's no Allentine meetings in the box. But here's how you can get it. You can go to alanon.org and look for meetings. And you can also download the Alanon app which will, and look for meetings there. And you can find on the Alanon in our, uh, app and the Alanon.org, you can find electronic meetings for Alateen, and you may be talking to the, anybody in the world in that meeting. But there are no person-to-person -person meetings in Nebraska. Jim Alanon, is it A-L-A-N-O-N, or how, what's the correct way? Okay, you know, it, we have a District 2 website, and that's just for, for our Lincoln part. And L, it's spelled A-L-A-N-O-N. Did you get that, folks? A-L-A-N-O-N.org. You can look up meetings. No, no or, there's more to it. But okay. After you do that, you just say Lincoln, Nebraska, spell it out, dot com. Okay. Lincoln, Nebraska, spelled out, dot com. Or the Al-Anon app. Are they L9 app? And it's uh, it's easy, it's free, it's on play, uh, Google Play, download it, and that's what we have for now, and we're working very hard to get back on the person-to-person. -person. We're doing, we're probably gonna do, when we get back up, we're probably gonna do person-to-person, -person, hybrid, and Zoom. Okay. And Zoom is a big deal because of what you talked about before. Who brings them to the meeting? When they get their phone and when they get their car, they can come to the Zoom meeting because they can just go park somewhere. And will you get back in. to me? Will you, will you promise to get back to me when those Al-Anon or those Alateen meetings resume? I'd love to okay. do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. When they resume, and they will, uh, we'll talk yeah. again. Jim, thank you very much. Thank you, Dale. Jim Thanks is the coordinator of Alateen here in Lincoln, joining me on Lincoln Live.